This is Nerd Podcast Radio, brought to you by our patrons at patreon.com slash nerdpodcastradio. We use the support of our patrons to bring you the best show we can. We also reward our patrons with bonus audio each week. If you would like to contact us, the best way to do that is our Nerd Podcast Radio Facebook page, where we share nerdy stuff and talk to our listeners. You can also reach us at brian.nerdpodcastradio at gmail.com, mike.nerdpodcastradio at gmail.com, erica.nerdpodcastradio at, you guessed it, gmail.com. It's not at, you guessed it, it's erica.nerdpodcastradio at gmail.com and anthony. it's a joke anthony doesn't have an email address you can also reach us on twitter at SuperVeganBrian, at NerdcasterMike, at CurseySmurfErica, and of course, at NerdcastRadio. Thanks for listening, everyone. Enjoy the show. Welcome to Nerd Podcast Radio, your nerd home away from home. Hey everybody, welcome to Nerd Podcast Radio. I'm your host, Special Mikey. Along with me is Super Vegan Brian. Hello, nurse. And of course, oh damn, that was long. <laughs> and of course, the cursiest of Smurfs, Erica. Hola. And with us today is going to be one of our uh, favorite guests, Matt. I can never remember how to say your last name. Senor Corbell. It's okay. No one ever really does. And I'm not just talking about on the podcast. I'm talking about through my entire life. It's, it's Kerbal the gerbil. Yes. That's a good way to remember it. Um, Senor Corbell, the Kerbal journal. <laughs> journal. You know, Damn it. It's, it's just, Matt, I have trouble deciding between Corbell or Kerbell. How do I pick between both fun ways to say it? How do I choose? I mean, one of them is already a popular brand of cheap champagne. <laughs> I always tell people my last name. I'm one letter off from not having to work. <laughs> but 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 seriously though, Matt, when you have two impossible choices, how do you choose between them? Uh, well, I can tell you what most people in my life have chosen. Uh, they they chose neither. They actually just say oh. cor- corbel because they're you know, dumb. You know, goddamn it, Matt. I'm trying to get you to say your Spanish catchphrase. Oh. Uh, Donde esta la biblioteca? Oh my God! No. <laughs> I know, no. I know. That was that, that's the joke. <laughs> I know. <laughs> now, now, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to completely avoid it. I'm going to actually have to actively learn Spanish in order to not say the the one thing I know how to say in Spanish right now. Say it. <laughs> Por qué no los dos? <laughs> that's right. We need to add a music cue behind that. Just mariachi or something. While whenever that happens. in the background, I have, like in the background, right after you say, it, you you just get the like the little castanets and then ole. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Where's that post production? I, I don't know. Brian can do it. He's put he's put thunderbolts and lightning behind Odin for us. He's done the 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 was it the Zuzavella the oh no the air horn the burr, burr, burr. that's yeah, good. You know, for the listeners. If you still haven't heard special effects yet, it's because Michael doesn't give a shit about the things. Uh, no, not Michael. It's because Super Vegan Brian doesn't give a shit about the requests his ho- his hosts give him for post production. Except that one time he made Erica's voice super squeaky. It was beautiful. Yeah, no, that's just her voice all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's no editing done with that. That is just that is straight from the proverbial horse's mouth right there. Oh, that makes me feel so much better about these jokes. <laughs> Oh, Erica. Erica is a horse. 
Oh, my uh, little itty bitty miniature horse. God damn it, Brian! <laughs> Wait, she's a Shetland pony? No, she's uh, a miniature horse. You know, the kind that they, they, they bring into restaurants with little shoes on them so they don't mess up the floor. Heather has to wear bags. little. I mean, oh. Eric, Erica has to wear little shoes so she doesn't mess up the floor, too. Oh, my gosh. That's so cute. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Do they take That's her to cool. make old people feel better? Fuck you. <laughs> what? One of the ones that they like take the house and like, look, it's a tiny pony. And the old people are like, oh, tiny pony. Nobody has ever looked at me and went, oh, no, that's not a thing that happens. People look at me and go, what the fuck's her problem? I do it. <laughs> oh, my my dog just bumped into the microphone. He's begging to come up. I pick him up and he immediately smacks his head into the microphone. <laughs> Seems good. Sounds about right. Oh, Erica. So I was th- this is something I need. I wanted to tell you. So. We're planning on painting out, repainting our kitchen to like this, like weird. Like, it's almost like a, a teal, but when it's not fully coated, it's a re- it looks like a really funny shade of blue. And Katie did just like a, a smear of it on one of the posts in the kitchen to get like a, an idea of the color. And people come over, I've been coming over and going, "What happened here?" And finally, I just started going, uh, "Smurf owed his money. He didn't pay up." <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, so I thought that was pretty good. So what are we talking about today? Today we're just going to have a good old roundtable talk about whatever comes to mind. But first, what do we have to do, Brian? But first, we're going to play everyone's favorite game, What's Nerdy With You? Where What's Nerdy With You? Where all the guests and hosts share the nerdiest thing we did this week. And at the end, we use the patent in Mike Myler's... We use the patent in Mike Myler's widgets to... Because Mike Myler is patented... I don't, use think Mike. Can, I, I don't think you can say patented unless you filed a patent. I'm just saying. Yeah, I that's expensive say, and time-consuming, and we know lawyers if you need them. I can say patented <laughs> whenever I want. Uh, don't, we, do you, do you mean, use, like, trademarked or copyrighted, maybe? We use Mike Myler's patented, patented widgets that are patented to, <laughs> to decide who won. Um, first off... Our very special guest, Senior Kerbal, will go first. What was nerdy with you this week? All right. So actually, I did have a pretty solidly nerdy thing this week, um, but I need to preface it a little bit. Um, I think it was on Friday, last Friday, uh, Dragon Ball Fighters came out, and I don't know if you guys are aware or have been paying attention at all to this game. Yes. Um, uh, do you have it, or have you? No, know I it want is? it so bad. All right. Well, I'm watching I, all the stuff for it. Yes, I actually own it on two systems now. <laughs> I bought a PlayStation specifically to play with a different group of friends than I have on the for the PC version. But oh, you are uh, hardcore, bro. Well, I mean, it's Dragon Ball. Come on, that was that was right. like a 35 percent of my childhood. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with you, I, man. I remember when the first like Budokai came out. I was in love. Oh, oh yeah, it was. It was you know, completely different than anything that I had played because I never had like an NES or um, any of the earlier consoles where there were the older versions I'm, that I'm just now being able to to look at and, and kind of see for the first time and go, wow, we've sure come a long way. But anyway, I picked up Fighters and absolutely adore it. Um, and because of that, my, um, my roommate and I, what we decided to do because we're trash with a gamepad, decided to... Um, pick up some fight sticks but instead of spending 150 to 200 dollars on a fight stick that's already made we're like why don't we just make our own so um we ordered all of the pieces like the joystick and then the buttons which are backlit 
which is super cool, and um, mocked up a uh, a housing out of foam core, tested it out to make sure that it works, and then he is actually at his parents' house uh, milling all the parts that we will need to put together for the actual housing. So we're making our own fight sticks, and I think it's ending up costing us about 60 to $75 a piece instead of 200 Can you explain this whole fight stick thing and how it factors into the game? I've never heard of this before. Oh, okay. So, like, uh, a fight So a fight stick is basically, like, a home version of an arcade cabinet. So, you know, you go to the arcade and you play, like, Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat. You've got the joystick and then the big um, buttons that your entire right hand use on the cabinet. Yeah. It's, it's that, but on a box that you plug into your computer and use that kind of a controller. In theory, what that allows you to do is you have, instead of having to shift your one, your thumb across all four buttons um, and then the triggers and whatnot, you have uh, your thumb and then your fingers on the actual keys. So there's a lot less travel time and it allows you to have dedicated movement. So um, if you're looking for specific combos, it's a lot less, uh, movement it's a lot easier to do those uh the only thing that you really have to move for are like tags and supers um in theory it should make you better if you practice with it um but because i'm garbaged here i think it's only just going to make it it's like a placebo effect sort of thing and you know nerdy coolness that i get to uh you know just enjoy doing this kind of stuff so in his group of friends they're gonna be like there goes that guy he's got the fight stick he's so cool whereas everybody else it's like yeah, we still what a, ass. What a fucking nerd. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Walking down the street geez. holding it, going to his buddy's house. Hey, what's that? Oh, it's my fight stick for Dragon Ball Z, and I'm out. And it's like, <laughs> I just realized what I said. I'll be leaving. <laughs> it's, it's funny how people's reactions can judge how nerdy they are. Like, for me, I'm like, that's awesome. A DIY project to make an arcade-style gaming apparatus that's fantastic i oh, love it. that oh my I've god always, i've always wanted one of those before These things are so freaking cool uh i knew i met a guy he had one that was shaped like a chainsaw that would be a bit much ours is just like standard it's going to be slanted and beveled a little bit towards your wrist so you're not resting your wrist on the horrible pointy edge uh but it's going to be fairly straightforward i think that we decided that we're making the sides and bottom out of wood and then the top part will be we'll have like an acrylic so that way we can put um, uh, like pictures or designs underneath it uh, so that it, we can have whatever we want on the, on the face. That's a lot of good ideas right there. Yeah, I saw I actually, the, the beginning stages of it. Matt showed me a picture. It actually looks really sweet. The prototype with the buttons on the top that are like blinding beacons from God with how li- bright the lights are in these damn The books. beacons are lit. Jojo requires our aid. I, yeah, it's, it's, I, I plugged it in because... Um, Alex, my roommate, wasn't here. He just left it on my bed. He's like, try this. I plugged it into my computer, and I went, ah! Uh, <laughs> just because it was like a flashbulb almost the first time when I wasn't expecting it. His roommate comes back. He's laying on the bed with his eyes closed. What's wrong? I, You know that thing that happens to welders and they don't have their hood on? Yeah, that's my eyes right now. <laughs> damn damn cheap light-up buttons. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, the funniest, 2020. Yeah, well, no, no, no. That actually, in my case, if that really happened, it would have probably fixed my vision with how bad it is. <laughs> you open your eyes, the world is so vibrant and colorful. I can see. Oh, wait, no, no, that's just that's that's retinal damage right there. They're hallucinations. <laughs> but anyway, that so that's what was nerdy with me this week. That's pretty awesome, er- Erica. What was nerdy with you this week? Uh, nothing 
nearly as cool, although Matt kind of caught me doing my nerdy thing, which was really, really funny. So um, I was on the YouTubes, and I ran across um, this YouTuber. What was her name? Hold on. I just, oh, I know where this is going. Of course you know where this is going, because Matt couldn't believe what he saw. It was hilarious. Uh, Lindsay Ellis, I think is her name. <clears throat> and anyway, she does like movie reviews and stuff about Disney movies and things like that. And just kind of gives like, you know, this overall opinion. So like, I was just kind of listening to her in the background and one of her episodes about Twilight came on and I was like, uh, no, oh, thank you. And so I went to skip ahead and she's like, hold on before you skip this video. And I was like, damn. Okay. Yeah. Like she knew people were like, fuck it. I'm out. Are, are, are you watching me right now? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> she so, checked her house for cameras. So anyways, I was like, all right. So I listened to what she had to say. Basically, what she broke down, like, all the crazy shit that was going on when the Twilight came out. And I was like, okay. And like I was telling Matt, when it came out, I had a friend at the time, Emily, who I'm no longer friends with. Uh, and she was, like, obsessed. She was one of those Twilight moms. And I was like, uh, okay. She's like, you have to read the books. And I read them and I was like, they're not bad. They're not. I mean, they're teenage smut. That's exactly what they are. And I was like, okay, well, okay, that was fine. They're okay books. And and I guess because I was her only female friend, she was like, da, 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 da. and it was a little much. And she drugged me to like all the movies and the pre premieres. And I felt bad because, again, her only female friend, I went with her. And so it was all a very traumatizing situation for me like twilight was traumatizing to i think most everybody except for the twilight moms but it was really traumatizing for me because i felt like i was being dragged into this thing i didn't want to have anything to do with and so i'm going through this video pops up she's like no listen to me and she makes a couple good points about the the fandom and the crazy shit that was going down and why everybody was hating on it so much and she, at the end of it she goes just re-watch them like, take all your bias out of it and rewatch them. And when I remember watching them the first time, I was like, this is painful. This is painful. I don't want to be here. I probably felt like every husband sitting in that audience or a boyfriend. And so I did. I rewatched them this week, all of them, for a couple reasons. One, because the video intrigued me that she said that they weren't as bad as everybody thought they were. If you take it just as a movie and not some sort of fandom, it's actually not that bad. How like, bad I was telling like, Huh? How was the aneurysm you had during this? Oh, it, it, it wasn't. It, it wasn't. Like, once I took my <laughs> bias out of the situation and I just went back and watched it as a movie, like as a teenage smut movie that was going to come out. Basically realizing what it is for what it is. <clears throat> exactly. And then I also realized, uh, because last week um, found out that Amelia is starting to get interested in boys, which I'm very upset about. Oh, no. Um, I realized that this is the stuff she's moving into. We're going to be moving away from Pokemon, and we're going to be moving in this direction. And so as much as I hate romantic comedies and all that sort of shit, I'm going to have to get on board so that I'm there for her. So that she wants to talk about something or watch something. It's not mom saying, no, you can't watch that, or you blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? <clears throat> so I wanted to check it for... Why can't the Pokemon stay? I wish they could. I it's it's a thing that happens. I mean, I'll be back. Don't like boys, fine, like boys, but why the Pokemon? Well, 
They're not gone yet. We're in a transition phase right now. So I wanted Sit to her watch down it. and play magic cards or something. I do, Mike. She's got to grow up. It's I know, but you have you have a little girl too, don't you? Yeah, you're scaring me. Yeah, shit's gonna happen. Get ready for it, buddy. So <laughs> I wanted to I wanted to watch it to make sure she could still watch them. That there was like because when I saw it, it was ten years ago. And um, long, hasn't it? yeah, it has. And uh, to you know, kind of see what this YouTuber was saying, and it wasn't bad. So in a week, I decided to take it upon myself to take the advice of this YouTuber and rewatch this entire series that I had no interest in and honestly hated, um, for the sake of my child and my sanity to try to figure out how I'm going to mesh this preteen teenager shit into my life so that was my nerdy thing this week i i do have one question Mm -hmm. watch dropping all your your preconceived notions watching them for what they were Mm -hmm. was the scene at the beginning of the first movie where um bella first meets edward in the high school still cringy yeah not cringy in the way it was not in cringy in the like the oh god this is so disgusting it was more of like because i haven't read the books in 10 years either so i was like it, it was there was no context for it it was a choppy movie so if we're talking about the movie itself and the story itself pulling all of our preconceived notions out of it it was a c plus at best it was not well directed it was not there was no there was no context to all of a sudden they're staring at each other. And it's like, not even like the staring at each other. It's like this painful way that they're staring at each other. So I guess cringy. Yes. But it's just like, it doesn't make any sense. So it's a C plus at best uh, movie series total. Um, the first one and the second one are probably the best out of all of them. And then after that, it's just a shit show. So and I still haven't decided if I'm going to let Amelia watch them or not. I mean, not yet, because there's a lot of, like, especially in the second one, like, oh, I can't be with you, so I'm going to kill myself. Or not kill myself. I'm going to do really reckless and stupid things to be not close to you. Message, it's not a great message. It's not a good message. So I still don't know if I'm going to let her watch them. But at least if she wants to, I kind of know what's coming and I can be there for her and go, hey this is not right. Or, Hey, this is a bad way to look at things. Hey, you don't run away from your parents to be with some guy. Like, like I know the parts of the movie where the message is bad. So I could go, this is not how it goes. So I can see into the future. Erica's proud moment where Amelia watches twilight and she goes, the movie was okay. Bella's really stupid. And then you're so proud of her. Yeah, let's go get ice cream. Yeah, that's so. But yeah, that was my nerdy uh, thing this week. So, uh, Mike, what about you? Mike's last. Not today, because I said Mike's next. God damn it! It's in the outline. (laughs) You never go by the outline. But but I I have my voting thing already written down. All right, Brian. Brian, what's nerdy with you? No, it's okay, Mike. You can go. Oh fuck you! <laughs> yes, you son of a bitch. For me, honestly, it just just this week I've just been following falling down that uh, the the YouTube hole of uh, Puffin Forest and all his videos. And I gotta tell you, 
I'm loving everything he's putting out right now. So I've just been nerding out on his D&D stories this whole week. And it's getting me back into the mindset to play. So I and and like I was talking about last week uh, or last week before, I think it was uh, wanting to play. So I watch his I watch his videos and I find myself relating to them. He did a video on having a character he didn't like. And he was oh, playing with a group um, that wouldn't let you trade out a character if you didn't like the character. So he oh, was trying really hard to get the cleric killed. That was fun. Oh, my that gosh. Was fun. That and, was a and fun video. He was playing with a soft GM that didn't have death. Yeah. And he's like, well, I can't kill your character. That wouldn't be right. No, no, <laughs> no. You misunderstand. You, you misunderstand the point of being a GM. That is your end goal is to kill everything. <laughs> Oh, yes. Matt, didn't your character die the first time you played with us? The wizard you made? Uh, it wasn't a wizard. It was, uh, it was a sorcerer. sorcerer. And yes, yeah, because my idiot sorcerer forgot that as a sorcerer, you're not supposed to be in the front of the party and walked by this. I think it was like a well or like a, a spring or something where there was some some tentacled monstrosity in there. I walked by and it just kind of smacked me down. And I it was I it, my sorcerer became a, a small ink stain in whatever dungeon we were in <laughs> oh no <laughs> oh my gosh uh, uh that, yeah i i played uh, a pathfinder society game where a lady came and she it was her first time with her brand new ranger and she got coup de grade and just trounced on and and sly like the, the the gm held nothing back for on her and she was kind. This was like only like our second encounter in no first encounter in that whole in that whole game, and she just sat back and said, "I didn't bring another character with me." Was was that Liz? Yeah. Yeah, that was that. What did you know that he he, he broke misused, the rules? He, yeah, he misused the coup de gras. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. And then the the I I was at the meeting where the venture officers met and were considering. Um, talking to him because they all thought that he did it specifically to target an old person. Yeah, which I felt so bad for, but yeah, like, I, wow. Honestly, it was just a misunderstanding of the rules, and it, he, it, that's what it always. That's what it seemed like to me too. Because afterwards, he did. Um, I don't know if anybody realized, but he did walk up to her and apologize because he he's he told her that he misused it. Um, for the for the Pathfinder nerds among us, what he did was is um a. Um, a Darrow stunned her, and he thought that allowed him to coup de gras. And you can't coup de gras a stunned opponent because a stunned opponent isn't considered helpless. Okay. Yeah, that makes, I mean that makes sense because I thought with coup de gras it was like unconscious. Or... Unconscious, paralyzed is another one. If you fight ghouls, they can coup de gras you. Um, that particular GM can Um, he he likes to he it's. He thinks that if he does things like that, it's more fun for everybody. Um, it's always been a problem, <laughs> but I've always had fun playing at his tables because the threat's different. <laughs> but yeah, sometimes he misunderstands the rules. Yeah. Oh, when he took her character down, I was like, no, I just got this character to. to <laughs> I just got this character uh, going. I figured out how I want to work him. Don't let me die. Were you at the table when I killed Anna's character? Uh, no, I don't think I was. Anna was playing her cleric for the first time, and the tier put her at a higher level than she, than, like, everybody was, like, fourth or fifth level, and she was first. Oh, no. And she was playing a cleric, and I know Anna, I know Anna didn't want me to hold back. Well, the, 
the text for the end boss of the adventure, the text for the end boss of the adventure said um, it was a ranger with um, favored enemy humans, and she was playing a human, and the text said, targets anyone with a holy symbol. Really? Yeah. So I did a full attack with full favored enemy bonuses in the first round and turned her into an ink stain on the ground. Oh, no. Oh, no. (laughs) That's tragic. uh, We lost Erica. Yeah. Oh, she gone. Uh Uh-oh. We'll have to try and get her back. Hmm. Let's see. What was that? Oh. Check the phone. Make sure it's not like an emergency sort of thing. I haven't heard anything, but hopefully just technical issues here. She just said, damn it, in the chat. That, That sounds about right. Yeah, sounds about right. So it sounds technical. So the, but yeah, there's that. It's been wanting me to do that. And his stories have been really, uh, have really, I've been relating to them very well too. Uh, the cleric one. Uh, the one that I just find hilarious is po- is Pokemon Gangster. <laughs> and the, the, the whole, the, the, the eclipse of that story is he goes, yeah, so he, they, he made, there was an eight person party. And he made four, uh, two people were were their main characters, and then two people were subbing in as vandals for uh, a secondary for another school that was coming to vandalize their their school. And then the other four players were playing school security for this scenario. And the guy's like, Smeargle, use Leer. And then we just ran past the Smeargle and started beating the shit out of the kid with our mag lights. Oh my god. He's like, apparently these kids didn't know that this school hires their guards from the Italian mob. Erica, are you back? Oh, you hear? Uh, I am. Is this better? Yeah. Yep. What about this? Sounds good. Oh, good. Okay, great. So, yeah, so he's, his stories, they make me laugh. And then a lot of the ones I'm relating to, um, one of the ones he was talking about his first running his first game and how everybody was kind of predicting what he was going to do and how they were not okay with going into the sewer. So part of me was like, okay, I want to run my first game here in the next couple months. This is kind of scaring because I don't want everybody to be like, well, this is going to happen. And then I go, no, it's not notes. Ah, damn it. Yeah. I I like the first one where they go into the sewers and it's like sewers are gross. Yeah. But Ben, sewers are gross. (laughs) If I ran a game, it would be about romance. But you're not. This is my story, and it's about shit. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) I can't suggest that guy enough to people. Yeah, Puffin Forest is pretty cool. Yeah, I like him. So, but that's my I, nerdy thing this week is just dry, dropping down uh, the YouTube uh, a, a YouTube well of for a creator who has very relatable content for most of us. So you all ready for mine? Yes, Brian. What is it's like that moment right before you get in a car wreck and everything slows down and you know what's going to happen and you try and stop it and you just can't. All I heard was, oh, God, no. Yeah, no, that's yep. But in in Matt's mind, he heard himself say, Oh God, no! Yeah, everything had this weird, yeah, yeah, like this weird slow vibe. Everything turned blue for some reason, and then he woke up and he was banging his head on the desk. It was it was insane. Good thing I had it on mute. Unfortunately, in post production, I can't use that song because I did some research, and it doesn't matter how long you play a song, you're still in trouble. You you can use just the first five seconds, and you're still in trouble. There's some fair use stuff like on YouTube and depending and depending yeah. on if 
if your channel's monetized or you know whatnot, that sometimes the uh, content owners will let you be. Sometimes they'll be real, real jerks about it and try and c- claim whatever you've got, regardless of like you said how much you're actually using. That's why we're not. Video yeah. broadcasting and audio broadcasting have different rules. Do they really? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I did some research and I, I found out that a lot of podcasts got in trouble because they believed the 15 second rule and the 50 and even like major professional podcasts were using the 15 second rule. And it turned out that it doesn't matter. Did you hear Chris Hardwick is changing the name of the Nerdist podcast? No. Yes, I yeah. did. He just he just announced it yesterday. They're changing it to like at idiot or something like that. Aren't they getting and- syndicated on the real radio, though? That's what I heard is a lot of the stuff he's doing is supposed to get like a syndication on XM. And then he's but he's he's saying that like he's going to try and have it towards him, um, Jonah and Matt Moore, uh, like like it used to be. And they're going to still have the same format. It's still going to be him. But they're they're changing that and they're supposed to be adding something. And I'm like, great, I get into something and then it changes. So but like Chris Hardwick said, change is good. Yeah. is growing. Otherwise, you're like stale. This is true. So I, 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 I'm going to give it a chance. But at the same time, I'm like, but it was the Nerdist podcast. It sounded so great. It's uh, probably the same thing with a different name. That's what it's seeming like. So that's why I'm not like, that's it. He's off my subscribe list. I'm not listening to it. I'm deleting all my favorite episodes that I have of it. I, you, you neglected to say that it's not idiot. It's ID10T. And I am on board. Yeah. Change it to that. Oh, my God. That is awesome. So, Brian, how do you feel about it? It's all right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Brian, what's nerdy with you? I actually did a very pure nerdy thing this week. I did a computer house call. Oh, my. Yeah. um, I got a text message from someone I'd helped before that. So, you know, those Indian scammers that call you and they pretend that they're tech support and they ask to remote control into your computer and they say that they're Microsoft technicians. Yeah. Well, that happened to them. Oh, did they actually fall for it? Um, They did. They hung up when the person started asking for money. Uh oh. Um, But they did remote control into the computer and they did install the program. Crap. So I went over and I uninstalled the program and made sure that there was no ransomware on their computer and ran a virus scan. I I turned one of the things that those companies do that is really bad is they turn the antivirus off. Mm. Um. But they were telling me that they have a son that actually paid them the $299. No. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. The, one of the things they do that I think is is brilliant, but messed up and evil at the same time. Um, it's a very con artist thing to do. They remote in, and then they immediately open Event Monitor. And if you're not familiar with Event Monitor on a Windows computer, Event Monitor can be kind of scary. Um, because if you filter it by error, any computer is going to have a ton of errors. So they'll open it and filter it by error and then look at each error and say, every single one of these big, bright red errors is a virus and it needs to be cleaned out. And we can do that for $299. Oh my gosh. And yeah, so they, they felt a lot better. They're changing, they're, they're contacting all their financial institutions and having them and having them change their cards and they're changing all their passwords and stuff. But their computer was clean and running fine and everything got removed fine. I downloaded an uninstall, an uninstall utility to cleanly uninstall everything from the registry. Well, that's but, good. Yeah, yeah no, no, that's 
that's definitely good that there was no issues there. That, that yeah. could have ended very poorly, very quickly. Yeah. These companies yeah. are messed up because what they do is they buy calling lists that were taken from like AARP and they specifically contact the, they, they, they specifically um, target the elderly and they, they try to cope and they scare them. They're like, this is viruses and it's bad. And, <laughs> oh, excuse me. That was a virus. This, this is viruses it and it's bad. And, <laughs> um, you're, you're at risk and your information is at risk, but really they're the ones that are targeting them. It's, it's like, it's super messed up. Oh yeah. It, what's funny is they they called my father-in-law, my uh, former um IBM IT support manager. Um I had to resist I had to resist a joke that I don't think they they would they would have thought was funny. Um they asked me how much they how much money I wanted um to fix their computer and yeah. I, after I cuz we never really talked about money and after I finished they go, how much do you want? And the first number that popped into my head was two hundred ninety-nine dollars. <laughs> God damn it! That would have been impressive. That would have been great, and they would have been like, "Get out of my house." <laughs> I I asked for twenty bucks, and they gave me thirty. It was really nice. That's good. That's good. Oh man, but I wish <laughs> you should have done it and just recorded their faces. <laughs> well, that'll be two hundred ninety-nine dollars, please. And then they're just like, ah, you go and tip. <laughs> Don't forget the tip. <laughs> just the tip it's all about well, tip that's 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 all that you can do with the elderly god damn. <laughs> <laughs> that that is the worst joke i've ever made on this show <laughs> it's the it may be. it may be it may be the worst joke anyone's ever told no i most not definitely here. not I that i feel like you have to make it now yeah do the jokes now because anthony's not here is that light's still not blinking i'm getting worried Erica, we might have to send you through. Uh, fuck you, buddy. Ah, you'll be fine. You'll make when, it. When when Erica became occasional co-host, she crossed out the line on the contract that said use of the extra dimensional portal. Yep. Because we all know how how erasing parts of contracts are are crossing them out. Legally binding is totally fine, right? <laughs> it's legally binding when you initial next to it, and then the other person initials next to it. It's got next notary it. stamps Brian? all over that motherfucker. Brian, did you allow this to happen? She's my sister. I have to do what she says. Yeah. Oh, only geez. sometimes. Want <laughs> to go see the Citadel of Ricks? It's it's sort of I'm I'm very nice to her and I'm very polite to her. It's sort of pre-apologetic for any clown pranks I pull on her in the future. Yeah. So he he's nice to me and then later makes like ten short jokes. But because he was nice to me in the beginning, I can't get super mad about the short jokes. It's it's so there's a balance. Out of my height. I did three through the extra dimensional portal. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Fine. Did I ever tell you about the prank that happened to Sandro that nobody set up? No, what? So my best friend Sandro is just as afraid of clowns as Erica. Okay. And um we were doing a writing project at the time and we're at Starbucks doing our writing project. He's facing the people and I'm facing the wall. And all of a sudden he just says, "Did you do this? Oh my god, did you do this?" And I turn around and there's a little person in a clown costume walking around the store. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God, I wish I could have. <laughs> this is the best thing that's ever happened. He was so uncomfortable and freaked out. <laughs> that's pretty that's impressive. Beautiful. Yeah, it was it was quite amazing. 
Ready-made prank. Just add Sandro. Yeah, he still thinks I did it. He calls it the the time with the little person clown that you did to me. And I'm like, no, I, I didn't have anything to do with it. <laughs> How? Um, so how it's time for voting. Um, All right. This is this is that. Still, we're still in. We're that still segment. doing with nerdy with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, we're at um, we have four of us. So you would get five widgets each. Um, Matt, who do you give your widgets to and why? Well, uh, that's a good question, and I have been thinking about this and not looking at other things while you guys were talking. Um, <laughs> I, I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, I just I we get five and then one mega widget that we can do at the end. Is that correct? Still, or are we doing not oh, doing no, the mega you, one? You do the mega. You do the mega widget now if you like to. Okay. But if we want to hold on to it for sabotage purposes later, that's still better. yeah, absolutely. You could just jump in at any time. You know? All right, because All right. the the stakes are high and the rules are gone. I I prefer my stakes at ground level, thank you. But anyway, um, <laughs> I what I I think I will give uh, three widgets to Brian because he did a good deed and didn't take advantage of the elderly when it comes to technology, which we all know how easy that is to do so tip, oh, of, thank tip, you. tip of the hat to you there and then i will give just two, the tip of the hat yeah just the tip just of the, the hat tip. of that <laughs> and i will give my remaining two to erica for responsible parenting something that i'm not familiar with <laughs> oh thanks matt you're welcome and mike even though it was interesting the content on there it got superseded by altruism this week so Oh, that's fine. So you're giving no, Michael your negative widget? No, no. <laughs> no, I'm not that much of a dick yet. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll see how it plays out. Who knows? Maybe I'll hold on to it and stockpile negative widgets so that way I can just have a negative explosion on someone one week. That They carry up. Ro- these are rollover widgets, right? God damn it, there's no rollover. <laughs> Use it or lose it. Matt's just going to show up, and I've been, I've been on the episode. I've been on the podcast seven times now. Michael, so you, you have all the negative widgets. Yeah, you don't get anything. <laughs> you owe me widgets. Hey, up. <laughs> Shut so that's, the fuck up, Brian. <laughs> so that's uh, that's how mine shake down. I believe next is Erica, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. yes. Erica, who yes. do you vote? What's your votes? Um, I am going to... I'm going to give Matt three widgets. Because I think it's super cool that you are putting together a fight stick and you guys are doing it from scratch. And I know you have a lot of time on your hands, so you could do fun projects like that. And I'm super jealous about it. But uh-huh, I have no kids. <laughs> okay, now, now, now you're done. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and with that being said, you always come over and help me with stuff that I need help with. Because I don't have that kind of time to do stuff like that. So, you get three widgets. And Brian, you get my other two widgets for being just an awesome, nice guy to the elderly, because that's really cool. So, and Mike, you get my negative widget because I've never given one out before and it seems like a fun thing to do. (laughs) Michael, Michael, get over your melancholy from your negative widget. You have five. Where do they go and why? They all go to Matt. Yay! 
Any any reason? Just because Erica actually no, because I think I actually really like fight sticks. I think they're really cool. Okay, good. <laughs> and the fact that and the fact that your buddy's fabricating the boxes for the guts is actually one of the better parts of this whole thing because it's truly going to be your guys's fight sticks. Right. We actually um, there's a website that listed a whole bunch of layouts, so we printed out the sheets and kind of figured out because you know you can have like the buttons in a line or you can have the first two down below and then the the ring and pinky finger buttons kind of um you know equal to each other or or they just kind of ours the one we settled on it's kind of curved so it, it kind of mimics the natural length of your fingers so it's a little bit easy and then the second row of buttons are slightly to the left to make that travel a little bit easier so it's nice you get to customize it however you want so i am going to Oh wait, Brian, you get a negative my widgets. Widget. Oh, I get a negative widget. Okay. Well, um, I I love the idea of custom parts um, and DIY projects. Um, so I'm just going to give one, two, three, four, five to Matt. Damn. And I'm gonna save my negative widget for rollover. There is no rollover. <laughs> Doesn't exist. Uh, Matt, you win all the widgets this week. Congratulations. Nice, thank you. Uh, this is get on the table so we can cascade them over you. Yeah, so we Make have done the record budget. this week. We have done. We we are forty four minutes into the episode, and we just finished. What's nerdy with you? God, I love uh, these episodes. That's because we have no outline. I mean, we have an outline. It just yeah. says, "What does it say?" Specifically, oh. a little peek behind the curtain. Free discussion. Yeah, and I. I um, deliberately just let What's Nerdy With You go long because we don't do that because we usually have this topic that we're rushing to get towards. And this time we got to bullshit around and tangent around a little bit with What's Nerdy With You. Okay. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> no. You know, it wouldn't have been as it wouldn't have been as short if um, Erica's Skype wouldn't have failed. So fuck you, Skype. Yeah. Fuck you, Skype. Uh, short. One, two. Erica. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> You know, Matt, I was going to do that, but it's, I, I feel so much better that you did it. <laughs> yeah. If, if somebody, if, you know, if I didn't do it, somebody else would, but you know. So Erica, I, I was thinking about this the other day. You should plan a family trip to China so you can feel what it's like for us to live in the world. <laughs> you know you're not wrong because every single time I see somebody that is as short or shorter, even if they're like get really excited when they're shorter than me, I go, "Oh my god, oh my god, they're shorter than me!" Makes me makes me happy. <laughs> oh my god, they're shorter. We could be friends. There there are two girls at mine and Matt's work that are shorter than me that work on the same floor as we do, and I'm like. Oh. Hi. The one, the one that was in my training class, yeah, she's she's tiny. Mm-hmm. So you would have had mixed emotions when the little clown came in the Starbucks. Uh, no, no, there would have been no mixed emotions. That would have been like fuck, and I would have. But laughed. he's shorter than me. No, 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 no. Clowns totally kill anything else that's possible. Clowns destroy all joy in the world. They do. They do. They irony. <laughs> <laughs> when was the but last time you had an experience with a clown? Uh, like physically? Yeah. Um. You mean besides that one she killed last year? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, no, that that never oh, happened, officer. Fourth of July. Fourth of July. 
So Centerville does a thing. It's the Americana Festival. Uh, and it's it's like the biggest Fourth of July festival that's not like like just city fireworks like in the U.S. I think like it's it's pretty big. It's like a three day event. And anyways, um, we were watching the parade and there were clowns in the parade. And I was like, nope, I can't do this. So I like uh, handed Chris the stroller and like walked off. <laughs> I was like, nope, bye. <laughs> And then when the clowns left, he, he signaled for me to come back. And I was like, okay. Did you know wow. that in the history of Erica and myself, Erica has never given me a hard time about my phobia. What's your phobia? I'm afraid of dead animals. That we is, talked about this. I think this was yeah. the first the first episode that I was on. I wasn't yeah, on the very I'm, first episode I'm, you were on. Absolutely afraid of dead animals. And um, for Christmas this year, when I proposed to um, to Heather at her brother's house... Her brother has an elk head mounted on his wall, and oh I was surprisingly okay. Mm. Well, maybe it's because there's no rotting flesh. Now, I, I think normally taxidermy really freaks me out, but this was very well done taxidermy. Mm. This was like an elk ran too fast and crashed into the wall. Oh, wow. Wiley Coyote style. Yeah. <laughs> That's You're funny. right. I, I don't give you shit about your phobia. Yeah, you never do. Mm. You you don't really give me shit about anything. It it should make uh, me feel being bad. Captain Clumsy, I give you shit yeah, about that. Yeah, you do call me Captain Clumsy quite a bit, and yeah. Um, and if anybody's ganging up to pick on me, you're usually the first to jump on that bandwagon. <laughs> I won't I won't start, but I'm not gonna say no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you know, but I don't pick on you about lots of stuff. There's lots of things I could pick on you about. I just you know. There's no point. I don't know. That's just the way I say it. Well, now Matt, on the other hand, so many things to pick on that about. Uh, it, I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to start jumping to my defense, and then I go, "Well, actually." <laughs> is Michael? Is there anything anybody teases you about that gets that like hurts your feelings or it's hard for you? Let me go get my list. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, you know. There's not a lot of stuff I get teased like teased about anymore. Um, but the one thing, like the one thing that I did get teased about a lot, was my ears, and that one used to hurt my feelings a lot. Aww. What's what's unusual about your ears? I've never noticed. Well, I'm I'm a bigger person now, so it doesn't show as much. But when I was a kid, these things were fucking satellites. Yeah, he's kind of got Dumbo ears. Oh, oh, well, I have Dumbo ears, so oh, I don't thanks, really bitch. think about it when other people have Dumbo ears. Welcome. No, but um, no, I'm just kidding. But no, yeah, no. When I was, I, I when I was younger, these things were satellites because I my ears are you know of the variety that you know stick forward more than they probably should, and they've just I've grown into them a little bit, but they're still pretty big. Like if I cut my hair really short around them, they you can tell they stick out more. Well, and, and, and I've only seen pictures you posted, so I don't want you to think, I, like, the first thing I saw was that you had Dumbo ears. It was like, hello, Matt? Matt? Yeah. Nope, we're uh, Wait, nope. Yes, we're good. We're good. Yeah. Okay. I'm back. No. Hi. Were there no. monkeys? Were there terrible space monkeys? Please tell me they were monkeys. What? What the fuck? <laughs> Did... <laughs> Matt. Matt left and came back. There should have been space monkeys. Oh, okay. But that's not what we're talking uh, about. I'm we're so sad that nobody. Uh, yeah, it was a it was a really long poll that you guys would get that joke. 
Yeah, no, I have no idea what you're talking about. I actually just had to restart because my microphone was being dumb. Oh. No, no space monkeys, but microphone issues seem to be fixed. All right, well, I, I was being totally a bad producer because I didn't even notice he he left the chat. <laughs> it was for like a second. So okay, I will. Okay, I I'll, the joke. It was a, uh, it's a joke from a Firefly episode. I, I I'm sorry, guys. Gosh, I feel bad. I don't I don't remember that. Kaylee, what happened to this? What happened to my engine room? Please tell me there were monkeys. Were there really terrible space monkeys? I don't remember that. I do. Fine. I've never seen fireflies, so. Holy fucking shitballs! That's what we're talking about today. No, we're not. <laughs> you haven't seen Firefly? Wait, oh. who hasn't seen Firefly? Hello. Matt hasn't seen Firefly. What I haven't. I haven't seen most things. But you. I don't think it's a thing Matt would get on board with. How it's are you friends with get this guy? With. Hey. God. That's my best friend. You better Hey, that's off. a legitimate question, you actually. Are not being a very <laughs> Shut up, Pat! <laughs> You're not helping. Damn Firefly. How are you being a good friend? <laughs> you have to know Matt. There are things that Matt can get like excited about and into, and there are things that he wouldn't. Firefly is not one of them. Is that's Matt, not... is no, no, Matt no, no, no. like a Houdini who can't be restrained? What? I don't, is Matt is like a Houdini that can't be restrained? Can he be tied up or handcuffed? Yes, of course. Oh, I yeah. Then you you could very well get him to see Firefly. Tie his ass up and turn on Firefly. I mean, I know you're physically capable of restraining a full grown man. Thing? Question mark. Um, you're a badass. <laughs> That's not the point. The point is, why would you do that you to somebody thought- that is your friend? I know Matt would Show not enjoy that. Firefly. And the reason I know Matt would not enjoy Firefly is he is not into, like, the, like Star Wars, okay? He doesn't hate Star Wars. He doesn't love Star Wars. Sure, he'll go see it, but, but don't expect him to be Star excited Wars? about it. Yes, I've seen Star Wars. And yeah, his points it. are valid, but you can't say anything about if he would love it or not until we make him watch it. Just as long as it's not a, a Clockwork Orange type of scenario... I'll watch an episode. Don't oh, get me no. wrong. I'm not like I'm not like gonna be oh, kicking no, you and watch screaming. Uh, yeah, I, I'm kind of I'm kind of for the Clockwork Orange scenario. I just want to see someone tied up in a chair with eye stretchers watching Firefly now. Matt, did you <laughs> did you ever watch Buffy? The Vampire Slayer? No, no, no the, the other Baker. Buffy. I don't know things, so there could have been. It could be <laughs> Buffy the Buffy the Angry Space Monkey, for all I know. Uh. Came out. Came out. Three months after Buffy the well, Vampire Slayer, and the naming scheme was so unfortunate that they had to cancel halfway through the first season. Has a great cult following underground. All right, though. I will make <laughs> all right. for 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 argument's sake. I will make Matt or ask Matt. I will never make him do anything. I will ask him to watch one episode of Firefly. Is it on any sort of streaming service? It was on Netflix. I don't know. They if dropped it, right it. I think no. Uh, I think they still have it. I think they dropped Serenity. Eh. Yeah, so he's not going to like it. He's going to feel very meh about it. But, you know, whatever, guys. Just You know you know what, Matt? Thank you for Nobody never seeing Firefly. Nobody knows better than I do. Just Matt, well, at least, if for nothing else this way, I'll get the jokes and references. Well, there are there are two things. One, it gives us a title for the episode. Which, which is? Well, Matt has never seen Firefly. Firefly. <laughs> I, love, I love how this just this random 
throwaway joke has turned into this whole hot button point of contention and therefore the topic of the day when there was no topic planned. Brian, explain to him. That's how it works when we do a no topic episode. (laughs) Number number two, you have given us something to describe badly at the end of the episode that will be lots of fun. I was. Oh, my God. (laughs) All I all I know is it's Nathan Fillion, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. There's that there's that reaction gif of him you, like trying to speak and then stopping and then putting his hand over his mouth in uh, exasperation. That's Firefly, right? Yes. All right. I mean, I'd give it a shot. <laughs> if you could if you could say something like I oh, it's Nathan Philly and I really hate that guy, you would make Michael have an aneurysm. <laughs> no, everything from what I've seen of him, see he's he's pretty solid. He was the voice of the Green Lantern in a lot of the DC animated movies, and yeah. he did a really good job. So I'm actually I'm actually kind of glad you haven't seen it, and you're kind you would be kind of met about it because um, I've had conversations with you, and you're you're a pretty interesting fellow, and allegedly, I I would love to know a, a deeper look inside the head of someone who's objectively nerdy who doesn't get excited about that kind of thing. That's kind of interesting to me. All I'm right, tired of hearing me talk about Firefly. That's why. Uh, well you know we get the it's good to have the two aspects we have michael who is way too into it and erica and i who really like the show i think erica's a little bit more into it than i am i really like the show a lot i've seen it no Um, i like it i'm not like obsessed with it or anything yeah i know not like star wars shut your fucking face matt haven't you seen he comes back in the clone wars obviously nathan fillion comes back in the clone wars oh that was that was that was like holy crap! I can't believe you said that. That's fantastic. <laughs> I just know Erica's on mute, just fuming right now. <laughs> not. <laughs> now the whole Clockwork Orange binding me up and forcing me to watch something is going to happen. Not with Firefly, but with the Clone Wars. Just so that way, I'll shut up about it. No, it's not worth the effort. It's too much effort. My only thing is, I have I don't have the greatest memory, so I would forget to use the eyedroppers. <laughs> oh, so just so just ends up with somebody with shriveled eyeballs. <laughs> oh shit! Oh shit! Oh shit! I'm sorry! I'm sorry! I'm sorry! Go tell mom. <laughs> you're okay. You're okay. Just start squeezing the eyedroppers. <laughs> yeah, pour, yep, pouring it in there. No, it's fine. It's fine. We'll make it up. <laughs> Matt has never you. seen. I'll Firefly. give you all the tokens. Matt has never seen Firefly. That's cool. I like that. It, and I, I, you know, it, it's just kind of one of those things when you meet a nerdy person, you assume they've seen Firefly nowadays. And oh, yes, I didn't even I realize that I had. I do. And I just hadn't realized when I meet someone who's objectively nerdy, I assume they've seen Firefly. And I didn't even well, realize I had that point of view of objectively nerdy. Um, well, let's see. The definition of objectively would be being able to cite evidence. And there is lots of evidence that Matt is nerdy, being that he watches streams, he plays a lot of video games. I was going to say, just the entire, this entire conversation. But being nerdy doesn't mean you're nerdy in all aspects of nerdy. No, no, obviously it doesn't. It doesn't. It's just this frame of mind that I'd fallen into that I just assumed that most nerds have seen Firefly. I've met nerds who have seen it who didn't like it. I just, this is the first time I've had the I haven't seen it conversation with someone who I felt was objectively nerdy. Okay, that's fair. You know, it's funny you mentioned objectively nerdy. Actually, for the longest time, I've felt like I've been in uh, this weird space of like half 
halfway into the whole super, you know, everything nerdy, D&D and video games and technology and all that stuff. But I've also been straddling the line of more, uh, for lack of a better term, like jock-esque. This was a lot more in uh, in high school. Um, can you guys still hear me, by the way? Yeah, and My, no, listening yeah. to you talk to talk to Ryan about football, you should hear yourself. Oh yeah, well, I mean, it's like you know, I've always had, I've always had so many, you know, for lack of a better term, I've had my finger in many different uh, pots. Just like you know, talking about, I can go and I can talk about video games until the cows come home. But also, I played sports in high school, and I enjoy football, and I am a ravenous Ohio State fan. Um, so, oh my God, one of my favorite things this week is, is listening to you on the phone, tell somebody that you had a black belt. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, which I, I did. Wait, what did I do that? Who was I talking to? I don't know who you're talking to. You, you were talking to somebody on the phone. Oh, it was, yeah, it was during an account review. Um, <laughs> this, this is funny in and of itself, unrelated to anything we were talking about. I was talking to, um, a customer on the phone and they were talking about how um, they had a concealed carry. So they were going to, if they wanted me to come actually to the office, but I'm a telephonic rep. And I said, oh, okay, you know, if I come down there, you're not going to point that at me or something like that. And they said, oh, if I, if you're not going to give me a good deal. And I'm like, well, I'm a black belt, so I might be able to hold my own. It was a weird conversation that kept spinning in directions I didn't <laughs> expect it to. And then we talked about hats and belts because this customer was in Kentucky. <laughs> so it was, it, was, it, was, it, was a, it was just a wide range of conversation before this was before we even talked about what we actually were supposed to talk about so it was, was the black belt just your response to him having a concealed and carry or do you actually have one no i i legit do i got my black i got my black belt on my 12th birthday in what martial art uh matsubayashiru what's that is that a kind of karate yeah it's karate i mean it's based in um okinawa uh awesome yeah, I, I took karate from when I was four to about 13 or 14. It was right until I went to, to junior high and, and started playing football because I couldn't do both time-wise. But um, actually, I competed in tournaments, and I was in the Junior Olympics in 2002, I think, maybe 2001. Um, and in my age bracket on the highest tier in terms of skill, I came in fourth place with uh in the weapons division so fun fact neat yes matt doesn't watch yeah, firefly and also has a black belt. nothing interesting about matt at all that's that's matsubayashi okay, so Ryu. maybe we can't hold yes. him down i mean you i'm still the the fact that i have a black belt doesn't negate the fact that i'm only five five <laughs> so a large enough person <laughs> would have the leverage needed and and you were still not the shortest person on the podcast Nope. Uh, Although it is fun when Matt and I go to the gym because we are so close in height, we don't have to adjust the machines. It's really <laughs> neat. Yeah, I am used to. It's like okay, now I'll go with a friend who's like six foot. It's like okay, here I'm gonna I'll get on the bench and then I have to like strain to pop the the bar up to the next highest thing because their arms are way longer or whatever. I don't even try and and if I'm going to the gym and I'm doing squats, I don't even try. I'm like yeah, I'll just I'll do it on my own. It's fine. <laughs> So, yeah, Matt hasn't seen Firefly. And he's a black belt. Yep. Who also so, loves football. I, I am I am thrilled. I Well, it, I we talked about this in episodes before, that liking football doesn't negate nerdiness no, even a right. little bit. 
No, I think it it increases nerdiness because I think that the people that love football don't realize that they are nerdy about something. Like they they don't get that they are just as much a nerd. They're just not a pop pop culture nerd or a gaming nerd or or anything. They they are nerdy about that thing. That's it's a know. type of nerdiness that's been socially acceptable for much longer than mainstream nerdiness has been. So yes. they 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 remove themselves from it. But there are also football fans, and then there are football nerds. Oh, yeah. Well, when you talk about like the people that are in, in any sport, football is one of them. But really, if you want to talk about what major American sport has the nerdiest uh, fans, let's talk about baseball for a second. Because oh, if yeah. you like numbers, holy shit. <laughs> Baseball is the sport for you. They made move. I mean, Moneyball. They made a movie about how using statistics was a better way of figuring out who was going to be good than you know looking at than the scouts that had been in place for eighty years. Like the nerds. When, yeah. When when that when that kind of statistics view of sports found its way into basketball, the entire game of basketball changed. And we ended up with seasons with the largest three-pointer records of any season ever. You ended up with the three-pointers and the four-pointers, where the you know where you get fouled on a three-point, right? And you get the plus one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The um we had the the year of four-pointers where it was like the first time that the last time it happened was like something like ten years before, and then they had like seven in a year. Wow. That's that's one of the few sports that I don't really keep up with is basketball. But I have noticed that like when flipping through s scores and whatnot, you see the ten the scores tend to be a lot higher than they did a few years ago. So I'm assuming that that plays a major part into it. Well, It had to do with the coaches changing their strategies. So they would find the refs that called those kind of fouls the most and they would target them. Huh. That's that something that you really wouldn't think of. Yeah. yeah, like the whole baseball moneyball thing changed all sports as we know them forever. For better, I, I, well, I didn't really know anything about sports, so it changed I, yeah. no, me. I, I know it was fun. I, I was just about to say, and we've lost Erica. I, I <laughs> yeah, podcasts. you guys lost me like three minutes ago. Like I, I was like, a, and moving on. <laughs> see, this is what makes me a nerd. I'm not a fan of any sports at all, but I listen to a lot of podcasts that talk about a lot of different things, and I've listened to podcasts that talked about statistics. Um, but that being said, we are out of time for topic? <laughs> question mark? Topic um, question mark. My favorite topic. Um, so it is time to describe. We're not going to describe a movie badly. We're going to describe something badly. So... Let's describe Firefly, but I want to give Erica the first crack at this. Um, badly. I mean, I can describe it, but I'm trying to figure out how to describe it badly. Space cowboys try to overthrow the Empire. There's some wicked mystic girl that is like a little monkey that hides out in a ship for all these uh, cowboys. And then it ends. That's the end. There I was a space monkey. <laughs> my, my take on Firefly described badly is just one phrase. Han Solo is the main character. <laughs> kind of. Boom. And Michael. It's a space space western where you think somebody's a hero, but they're really just trying to live. Aww. <laughs> oh, you had the most like endearing way of describing your favorite show. <laughs>
Well, I guess because of all of that, I am going to have to watch it at some point. And I'll get back to you the next time I'm on and tell you what I think about it. So, By the way, um, if you say, man, I really hated that piece of garbage, you can just turn off the call. I was going to say, I'll, I'll just I'll come in, just get real close to the mic and say, Firefly was trash, and then just <laughs> hang up. <laughs> I know I, exactly what's going to go down. Matt's going to watch it and he goes, eh, I mean, it, it was good. It had some good points, but, you, you know, not my... It, Thing. No, Erica calls Brian after he says it sucks, and then she goes, "You need to get to Ohio now." Why? Michael's on. Michael's here on top of Matt, beating him up. How did he even get? He was. He wasn't even here a second ago. What the hell? Um. The the question I have for Matt is: Are there any genre based shows you get really into? Dragon Ball Z. Well, I mean that's, but that's the thing. It's like I like I like Dragon Ball, but I don't like anime as a whole. So it's it's. I, I wouldn't say that there's a specific genre that I like. I mean, I tend to be oh, drawn to I, more... I didn't mean the genre that you like. I said a genre-based show. What, uh, what do you... I guess what do you mean exactly by that? Uh, I mean anything that's not a generic drama. Just something that has a genre behind it, like sci-fi or fantasy or crime. Um, I mean, yeah, like Erica said, I, I am big into Dragon Ball. Um, but I also, for the longest time when I was a little kid... Um, I love CSI, which I thought that was interesting oh, because it was, was, yeah, the original one. None of the yeah. shitty spinoffs. I also um, like, you know, and nothing uh, after like the sixth season. Yeah, it kind of started getting, yeah. But um, anytime there's a Law and Order SVU on, uh, and there's nothing else to watch, I'll do that. And strangely enough, it's not like a a fictional type of show, but I really enjoy cooking shows and um, like. Uh, I'm going to say this and I need to preface it with, I'm going to have an explanation for why afterwards, but I've always really enjoyed diners, drive-ins and dives in spite, in spite of Guy Fieri, not because of him, not because you of the, what? the frosted tips. There's a, there's a, there's a comedian out there that talks about, he's like, why are you guys shitting on Guy Fieri? I've like, seen that bit and it's really, oh, really good. And I don't oh know his name. I mean, neither. I, I got to find it again because I was, I was dying say, laughing. Gonna... He's like, no, but fuck Guy Fieri. <laughs> guy Fieri, fuck that guy. <laughs> and he's talking about like all like the good things that happens in the charities he does. Uh, for for all those wondering out there, the, the comedian's name is Shane Torres. I hey. looked it up, too. <laughs> yep. Yeah, because it was he's got valid points. I mean, the guy's a douchebag and apparently isn't the best boss and his restaurants are all terrible. But he does actually really help all the places that he goes and does get to see a super cool amount of really interesting and and what I assume are probably excellent restaurants and some shitty ones. You know, that's that's how the show business goes. But oh, for sure. Uh, Yeah. So I I love that show. I, I, I will watch reruns of that anytime I can. Chopped and, and Good Eats and, and Cut Their Chopped Kitchen. Is good. I'm so glad Good Eats is like back. Yes, Return uh, of the Eats. I love... What's funny is I would turn on Good Eats when my, my grandmother was still alive. I would turn on Good Eats because she hated Alton Brown. What? She hated him. She oh. would never explain why, but she hated him. So I would always turn on Good Eats because I loved that show because I loved the, how he explained the science behind exactly. it. That's the guy, the, the guy with the glasses, the nerdy guy. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I like him so much. Oh, Holy he's so shit. great. I, you guys, I didn't know it was back. Yeah. Yeah. Return Holy of crap. the Eats. Yeah. It's, I need it's, to it's watch coming. that. I love, I love Walton Brown. I, I've been wanting to go to his road show. 
Yeah, I've heard those are awesome. Yeah, yeah I with like sing-alongs and stuff. Mm-hmm. I hear they're really good. Yeah, the pictures that he he tweets from being on stage for all of them was was really cool. Eat Your Science, I think, was the most recent one, the recent tour that he had or is still having. I don't know. You know, the last the show that I actually I, I really like now and I've watched it the last three seasons. Wash me in your judgment if you want. But uh, Hell's Kitchen. Honestly, I started liking that show about three seasons ago. Katie just turned on an episode and started watching it and she liked it. And then I watched the episode, another episode with her. And then after that, I've watched the last three seasons, like every episode. Oh, I've, I've, I've I like watched it. the hell out of that show. I love everything that um, Gordon Ramsay does. He's great. I, yeah, yeah, I don't think I that love that's... Gordon Ramsay. I think he's great. And I love that um, they finally admitted like this is an act. He's actually not that really that bad. Of, he's not that guy. And then I the videos he posts of being at home with his kids and everything. I'm like, dude, this guy is really awesome. Um, So this is not to undercut Gordon Ramsay because Gordon Ramsay's awesome. Um, this is part of show where we talk about the nerdy things we're into. We talk about our lives and stuff and just kind of wrap up the show. Um, Erica, I wanted to ask you, um, you had said you're having an awful day today. It was good to get on the podcast and get away from such a nightmare of a day. Everything's still good or? Well, no, I had to kick my kid out of the house for the weekend. Oh, so, yeah. She's she's on one of those preteen things and she's just making all these messes and messes aren't the problem. It's the problem is that I'm like, OK, well, you spilled this giant cup of milk. Clean it up. And uh, 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 like just throwing herself around, being overly dramatic about everything. And like I came home last night. It's Friday night. All I want to do is sit down, play some video games or some food. And relax with my kids. That's all I want to do on a Friday night. And I come home and I can't walk in my house. Amelia has basically like just this trail of nonsense. Like she pulled out her magic kit and like threw a box of hangers over for whatever reason. Because she wanted to use the box, I guess. And like you, ca- I couldn't walk all the way from her bedroom down the hallway into my huge living room. Like the no part of the floor was was walkable and and she just doesn't understand how disrespectful it is so uh this morning i had a heart to heart with her and i said hey you're being disrespectful everybody lives in this house you've got to clean up after yourself and be a team player and she threw a fit about it and i said well if you don't want to be a team player you can't be here as i do want to not be here all weekend and she you know being angry goes yeah I'm like, super. So I called my mom and my mom came and got her. And the moment I called my mom, she goes, no, I want to stay. I was wrong. I changed my mind. (laughs) Sounds about right. (laughs) And I was like, well, it's too late. What is said is said. It cannot be unsaid. And she's like. She's like, no, no. And like, and then I just started quoting David Bowie. It was hilarious. I was like, what is done is done. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's wonderful. That's gorgeous. I love it. And then she's like, it's not fair. And I'm like, you say that so often. I wonder what your basis for comparison is. And I just start quoting (laughs) the labyrinth at her. Oh, and it works. I love it. <laughs> and she's like, ah, and I'm like, yep, it's over. And then my mom called and talked to her on the phone and told her she was coming to get her and basically get her act together because she ain't going to be crazy around her. And so she's 
gone, which sucks because all I wanted to do was have a good weekend with her. But it's this preteen thing. Like the the hormones are starting. She's starting to develop into a, a young woman. And uh, I'm going to hate my life probably that, for the next 10 years now. That'll make you so. crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I'm, I'm sticking by if you can't respect me in my house then you can't be in my house. So we, we haven't said it on the podcast since before you got it, but congratulations on the new home. Yay. Thank you. Yes. I'm going to have a housewarming party at the end of this month because I hope to have everything together by then. It's so. a pretty awesome house. I'm not going to lie. I would know. Congratulations and <laughs> congratulations to Michael on his new home at the same time. Yeah. Ooh, nice. Congrats. Michael's house is even bigger than mine, Matt. He has like a 4,000 square foot house. Damn! I record it's, in a guest room. I'm oh. <laughs> I'm living in it right now, and he doesn't know what. <laughs> it's big enough that it doesn't. It, I, 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 God, I just imagine. I just had a vision. Mike walks down the hallway, and then just Brian slow his head. You see fingers around a door frame, and you see him slowly pull himself across. So just the top of his head is visible. <laughs> Just watches no, him walk away. It's like and that then as viral gets video. The, right before the like, first step of the stair, Brian just goes, shut the fuck up, Michael, and I go down the stairs. It's like <laughs> that viral video of the um, the guy who put the cameras in his house and looked at his work and found that there was a homeless lady living underneath his house and oh, coming God. out of the closet during the day. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, that that's crazy. not terrifying or anything. You know what? As long as it's Brian and not the Hawaiian punch ghost. Oh my God! We, we had to, to do it, huh? Horrible inside joke. Um, for the second time. Yeah. I'm saying if it's Brian leaving the Hawaiian punch on the counter while he's hiding under my house, that that makes me feel a lot better than you know a ghost doing it. <laughs> so nerdy things I'm currently into. Um, last night I went to the Two Bit Pistol show, the show for um, performed by the guy who does the music for our podcast, Daniel Cross. Um, I put a little live video of the end of the show up only because I forgot that live video was a thing. I would have done more of the show the next time I go to one. I'll do that. Yeah, cool. I'd be interested in seeing it. I'm going to try and go to one of his uh, uh, his uh, next one because I think I might have. I'm, there's going to be a good chance that I'll have like uh, the evening free. Oh, yeah. They they have the posted up when it's going to be. It's at the yes. boiler room in Temecula, California um, in March 10th. March 10th. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm gonna. To- I'm definitely gonna try and be there for that. That'll be awesome. Yeah, it was a good show. It, it ran really late though because the opening band didn't show up until eight thirty, and they were supposed to be on at eight, so they had oh to my set gosh. up. Yeah, and then um, I think they were done at midnight. It was super late. I was expecting to get out of there by ten. Oh wow, that is pretty late. Man. Yeah, it was. It was good. Um, and then. The other, the nerdy thing that's coming up that I'm excited about is Black Panther's coming out next week. Which yeah, I that is nothing but amazing mm-hmm. things yeah, about it. Yeah, I've only heard good. so many good things for it. I'm excited for this one. But Black Panther's never actually been one of my big heroes for Marvel, but I'm really excited about this movie. It looks so good. You don't, well, you don't say, Mike. Like he's not, he's never been one of your heroes. Do you have a hard time connecting to him? Shut up. <laughs> Sorry. Why, why would he? Why would he have that? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't understand. Could you elaborate? No, because we don't elaborate on stuff like that at the podcast. Oh, my God. What a dangerous topic. I know. <laughs> that, was, that was rough. <laughs> uh, uh, no, 
my my point in saying that was P.O. Box. (laughs) No, there's no hate mail. My point in saying that is I think that it's great that we have a Black Panther movie because there are, you know, we we don't have that where there's somebody for everybody to relate to. And so I thought it was a little I'm I'm not afraid to say it. We have an African American focused movie. I'm not afraid to say it. And they treated yeah. it with the with utmost respect, and they've actually put their heart and souls into making this into an amazing story and cinematically beautiful, and it makes me happy for that, and I can't wait to see this movie now. Yeah, well, it's kind of like I can't wait to see what they're doing with Black Widow. Like, I'm super excited about I'm interested about that. in that one. Well, I'm a yeah. little upset about the whole Red Sparrow fiasco. The what? Yeah, I heard about that. What is... Yeah. What, do you know, like, because I... I heard about it initially, and then it kind of fell off, and I never kept up with it. So, do you want to elaborate? Or, or yeah, Jennifer you know? Lawrence is going to be in a movie called Red Sparrow, and the story is exactly the Black Widow story. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, she plays a ballerina who gets caught up in being uh, in assassin training, and she ends up being an assassin for the Russian government, and it's exactly Black Widow. It, it's it's great value brand Black Widow, Red Sparrow. Yeah. <laughs> It's just not in a superhero universe, so it's completely different. Absolutely. That makes it totally believable. Yeah. And it's Jennifer Lawrence instead of Scarlett Johansson. So obviously there's major differences there. Like not, mm-hmm. you know, not like those actresses are completely interchangeable. No, not at all. Nope. I wouldn't say interchangeable, but both both feel a similar, if not very, very, very similar uh, checklist of of. Features and acting talents and things I, like that, I would say. Most likely, yeah. All I know is if I see Red Sparrow, and if Red Sparrow jumps up in the air and scissor slams somebody, I'm going to be really upset. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Uh, but Matt, uh, what, what, you, what nerdy stuff do you got coming up? Um, I am actually going to, uh, I think, throw my hand into the realm of voice acting. I'm going to try and send out an audition for a project. Um it's Ooh. just a, it should be a small thing. I doubt that I'll get it just because it's for a it's for a YouTube channel that has a lot of subscribers and I assume probably a lot of talented people are going to be a trying YouTube out but channel? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Well, no, can you like, can you show us your voice acting chops right now? Give us a little I thought you were talking your, about the No your, Sleep podcast. Well, I've been listening to a ton of the No Sleep podcast, but this is completely different. No, this is this is actually um for a fan Fan created audio adaptation of some of a like an alternate timeline thing for Dragon Ball. Can you can you give us a little preview of your audition tape? Like give us a little show of your voice acting chops. If it's for I, Dragon Ball. He's just gonna scream. No, I mean <laughs> there there will be screaming involved, but I haven't practiced that bit yet. No, I <laughs> almost I really 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 was thinking about doing this if I knew I wasn't going to get it. Um. It's basically I would be trying out for either um, if anybody knows about uh, Dragon Ball, I'd be trying out for Vegeta or Raditz. But I I really it's it's mostly focused on like the kids. So they wouldn't be major parts. But I really, really want to play Vegeta as Scottish. <laughs> just, just, just because. Oi, I'm Vegeta, the prince of all Saiyans. I'm a prayer warrior. <laughs> Curse your Kakarot for being so strong. I, which I'm not gonna do, but would be hilarious if that ended up happening. Beautiful. <laughs> there can be only one Prince of Saiyans. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's what I've got. 
It, if anything, you would amuse the hell out of the producers. Well, you can submit three takes for each line, so I might just throw the like the last take of every line as a, as Vegeta the Scotsman. <laughs> Say, I want to be a Super Saiyan. I want to, I want to, I want to. I want to be a Super Saiyan. I want it. I want it. I want it. I want it. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Oh, I love it. Hey, so, if you ever if you hear something that's Dragon Ball related but somehow inexplicably has a really bad Scottish accent in it, you'll know I've made it big time. Hey, hey oh, Eric, uh, Leprechaun's on the podcast. <laughs> nice. Uh, well, Michael? Yes. Nerdy stuff? Uh, for me, next week I'm off work at 6 p.m. So for my nerdy thing is I'm, I might actually get to watch Critical Role live for the for once in like since I started watching it actually and watch right. it Did, to end. Who's your favorite character? About, oh, uh, you go first, Matt. Go sorry, ask yeah, the question yeah. again. Yeah, who's your favorite character on Critical Role? Current campaign or old campaign? Current campaign. I am really liking Jester. Yes. I'm loving me some gesture, but I'm also really liking um, um, Caleb a lot, too. Ah, yeah, I could I could see that. I just I like Laura Bailey. So yeah, I like Laura Bailey. too. I love Travis Willingham and I, I like what he's doing with Ford. So I, I like it. But a gesture like is just amazing. And then old campaign. I was a hardcore Grog fan. I haven't watched enough of the old campaigns to really get into it. So I just I just started watching this time around. So I need to catch up on the backlog, too. Yeah, the yeah the old campaign is amazing. I'm going through it right now because they have it uploaded as a standard podcast. So I'm I'm going through it again, and just I'm a hardcore Grog fan, um, but I also like Percy. Brian knows why I like Percy if he's ever seen Critical Role at all. Um, Percy is the guy who's doing the thing with the shirts right now, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, well, the guy who played Percy in the first season. Yeah, t- uh, Talos and Jaffe. Yeah, he's so he's wearing the exact same shirt he wore in each episode of the first oh, no, season. That's Sam this. Regal. That's oh, Sam Regal. Sam Regal. Oh, okay, yeah. He's wearing the same shirt. He's matching his shirt. Yeah, uh, he's matching shirts. He has this shirt. He's so episode one of the old campaign. He wore a shirt, and then now he's wearing that shirt for episode one of the new one. So the, all the shirts he's wore <laughs> the first four episodes are the shirts he wore the first four, first four episodes of uh, the original show. That's yeah, this awesome. isn't like a, a season of a show. This is like a long-running D&D campaign was the first one. It took years for them to finish. They were so, already three years in whenever they whenever they got the show. So for him to match shirts from each episode, that's amazing dedication. I was going to say, that that takes a lot of time and skill and, and just, you know, paying attention, going back. Like, up, All right, let's fucking, I got to go Look up Sam Regal's shirt inception. <laughs> shirtception. It's amazing. He calls it his shirt of power. So, but no, yeah, guys, I had a lot of fun talking, doing the, just this random topic, you know, whatever came to mind talk. And I also loved the 44 minute uh, What's Nerdy With You. So I had a lot of fun today talking about everything. Matt, you got to see Firefly. That's a rule. Yeah. I just had a lot of, I had a lot of fun today. And, you know, I've been your host, Special Mikey, along with who was, Super Vegan Brian. I love you, Erica. You're my favorite sister, and I hope you have a better weekend than you've had. Thanks. I, I didn't get to share anything nerdy. I just got to share being a parent. <laughs> We're sorry. That's okay. nerdy-ish. That's nerdy-ish. Yeah. Well, if you're a nerdy parent, then parenting is nerdy. There you go. Do you, there you, do go. you do you have anything nerdy you want to share since you're going to be one child shy this weekend real quick? Uh, yeah. Chris and I are going to the hardware store to put together stuff for his do it pr- project thing that he's putting together for the house. And then Yay. we're going to go over to Epic Loot and I'm going to get some comic books. Oh, By the way, great. Brian, I signed up to get Gwenpool 
And I'm getting curse words. And then I also got a uh, Jen Jane Finn as well. So everybody awesome. can get my comic books. So yeah, rat, don't forget Rat Queens too. Rat Queens. All right. Yeah, I got to get that one too. Curse yeah, but that's my so thing. good. That'll be awesome. It is. I liked been, it. I got I'm the Christmas edition of Curse Words, and I was like, that is fantastic. I have it, but I haven't read it yet. Oh, well, you should. It's good. <laughs> and then, of course, that was the Cursey Smurf, Erica. Yes. Sorry. Then, yeah. That's all right. And then our and then our wonderful guest today was Senor Corbel. Or can it lose those? <laughs> <laughs> so had a great time, guys, today. That's been our show, and as always. This has been Nerd Podcast Radio, and always stay nerdy, stay informed, and stay awesome. Awesome. Yep. Yay. Say goodbye, Erica. Brian, cut her off. Bye, Brian. <laughs> I really got to go, guys. Thanks for listening to our nerd show. Nerd Podcast Radio.